Welcome to the Impact Multiplier CEO Podcast. If you're a chief executive or if you think like one and you want to create exponentially greater impact, then this show is for you. My name is Richard Medcalf, founder of Xquadrant. I coach some of the most successful and impressive CEOs and executive teams on the planet and help them achieve even more extraordinary results. Because no matter how successful you've been in the past, there's always a whole new level of impact available to you. So, if you're ready to play a bigger game than ever before, I invite you to join us and become an Impact Multiplier CEO. Welcome back. It's Davina Stanley here today with Richard Metcalf to talk for the last time in this series about Richard's new book, Making Time for Strategy. And today we wanted to tie some things together for you all. And um, I think this is going to be fun. Hi, Richard. Yeah, hi, Dan. Yeah, I think this is going to be good. We get to kind of step back and think about what are some of the key themes and trends um, that are behind the book and, and that leaders need to think about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we've talked about this idea of tactics, influence, mindset and environment. And your book's got so much more to it than that. But that being the the acronym for time Mm. and your number one thing that you've talked about for a long time is this notion of the infinity trap and being hugely busy. Is is that the genesis and the key thing that you want to fix to help people Mm. here? Is that the heart of all the problems? Tell us a bit about your... Yeah, I think the the affinity trap is what I realized was happening to leaders. Um, Every time I spoke with a consulting client, coaching client, it was like, Richard, I need to elevate my focus if I'm going to multiply my impact. I'm stuck in the weeds. And I realized that it was because of this infinity trap that we have stuff coming in all the time in a way that never existed before. We haven't learned to deal with this. Um, as I said, you know, you've got social media, you've got your, you've got your e-commerce accounts, you've got your, um, <coughs> you've got your streaming services, your, all these things, um, email messaging. There's no end to it. And it keeps people stuck in tunnel vision and incrementalism. And so if you want to break through, we need, uh, we need to make time for strategy. We need to think about how do I get out of the office hamster wheel, which feels good and I feel I'm adding value, but actually do those things which are a bit uncomfortable, but they're going to catapult me to a new place. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things that, that I loved that um, – when we we spoke some time ago about some of the messages in the book before I read the draft and you've emphasized this in the book is to focus on something you want to do rather than focusing on the things that you want to stop doing. It's a little bit like a child learning to ride a bike Mm. and coming up near a tree and thinking, Oh my goodness, I mustn't hit the tree. I mustn't hit the tree. If we keep focusing on the things that we want to stop doing and try or to reduce the Mm. amount of time we spend doing, then All we're going to do is think about them. We're not going to think about the things that actually we want to do and we really want to, you know, add mm. value on. I took a leaf from your book, actually, Richard, on in that regard, just to show it's a simple thing. But, you know, you mentioned that you said spend the very beginning of your day whenever possible on the thing that you really want to focus on. And, you know, Monday today in my time zone, that's exactly what I did. I spent the first 
hour and a half of my day today focused on my number one project. And I have to say, it felt so, so good. Mm. Yeah, it does. It gets your day off to a great start. I think your point around focusing on, yeah, let's focus on these high value activities, um, gives us that emotional, emotional push, that emotional jolt actually makes everything else easier. But the challenge for leaders that I have is what are you actually committed to? Yes. And so I like to say most leaders are over obligated and under committed over obligated and under committed. And so my point is, are you really committed to this next level behavior that you talk about? Are you really committed to getting your team to the next level? Are you really committed to building this new capability in your business? Are you really committed in creating time to think and strategize? Or are you actually committed to the way it's currently happening, not dropping the ball on, on these lower level tasks on um, and so forth? Not to say that you have to drop the ball, but there's always going to be a, shape, a bit of risk when you move and you start to delegate, when you re, re, um, reinvent your success formula. What is it that you're committed to? Is it performance in this near term or is it growth and impact, which requires some investment? Yes, yes. No, I like that. And they're just spreading themselves far too soon, far too often, aren't they? Yeah. And feeling like they have to do everything rather than saying, actually, what do I commit to and what am I actually, actually going to get done no I like that I like that and you talk sometimes about and, and that somehow feels maybe like a bold thing in a way but tiny improvements bold moves you talk about making some fairly foundational mm. but small shifts that are achievable and, and doable that make a really big difference a bit like that ship that you turn by a degree and it goes a long distance it makes a very big dis difference to the destination yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, there's these two things which are important to, to keep in mind. On the one hand, I want you to think boldly about your use of time, not just say, oh, I've got one meeting I can perhaps cancel, right? You need to significantly shift your focus, your attention, the way that you delegate, the way that you empower, the, what the questions that you're considering. And you need to also implement that often through tiny steps. Now, when we dealt with the crash plan in the previous episode, there I really said, like, let's see how bold we can go, like in a short space of time to really clear the decks, because that's like a one-off set of discussions that you can do. But then when it comes to building the new habits, often incremental is best. Small, um, small, um, small improvements can lead to the big outcomes. But I think it, where you do need to be bold is that sense of where am I trying to get to and get really, really clear about that. And also be clear about where's the resistance going to come from. This is a journey into discomfort. If you're not being a bit <laughs> uncomfortable, then it's not going to happen. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're in our comfort zone. That is the default. Inertia is the enemy. And if we want to change, we're going to have to feel something that's just a little bit uncomfortable. Not quite sure. Is this going to work? And that's the edge. And that's where the magic lies. Yes, yes. And that, that feeling of discomfort, it's, um, yeah, it's uncomfortable, isn't it? And, yeah. and definitely something that we like to avoid discomfort. We're, we're primed for it, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. So lots of fabulous things in this book. I can't recommend it highly enough, having having read it. Um, before you, you dive into some sort of next steps for people so they can mm. learn a little bit more 
about how they can get a sense of where they're up to in this space mm. and, and some other things. Is there one more big takeaway that you'd like for people? Well, I think rather than one big takeaway, I'd probably just um, try to summarize perhaps a couple of those key um, the key distinctions that led me to write the book. And we talked a bit about some of these, but yeah, strategic time, it's so important. It's the number one thing that's going to determine your future because most people, they don't have time to think enough. And so they keep doing the same thing and they get incrementalism. What I'm focused on here, you know, is, is not just about how to be a bit more productive. For me, the goal is that step change in multiplying your impact. Um, so to do that, uh, we just talked about that. There is an inner game thing here, right? There's a, it's about leaning into your, uh, into your growth area, the thing which is not coming naturally to you. Otherwise you'd be doing it. And so, um, there's a whole range of things, you know, we could talk about there, but courage is at the heart, right? Courage and contribution instead of kind of fear and all the people pleasing and worried about what people think. Uh, and, and are we going to fail? I think actually when we get courageous and we get committed uh, to our biggest impact, then this stuff really starts to fly. And it relates to us and it also relates to the people around us. So this is a leadership challenge, right? Um, when I first thought about the book, I was like, you know, is making time for strategy, is it a bit too kind of a bit too tactical and in the weeds? But then as I realized, this is not just a tactical issue. As we've been talking about, it's a deep leadership challenge we talked about influence and it goes deep it talks about um the risks that we feel we are making or not the comfort zone we're sitting in it's not a check the box exercise um and it has potential to impact how we lead the results that we create but also in the whole business and wouldn't it be amazing if your teams you know the, the leaders perhaps that you manage they have the same approach that they're not just focused on the on on what's right in front of them uh, and on the day to day but they're thinking about the same how do i up level my team where do we need to cut back to reinvest in the next thing and if you can create that loop for yourself and for your teams and everything changes and that's really i think why i wrote the book no fantastic and that idea of multiplying it further down from yourself to your team and the team of teams as well, I think is, is where that multiplication can come from. No, that's, that's right. absolutely fantastic. So on your um, makingtimeforstrategy.com website, you've got a diagnostic to help people work out where they're up to. You've got a few other things there that mm. you wanted to tell people about. What, what, do you want to, what do you want to share there? Hi, this is Richard. I hope you're enjoying this conversation. This is just a quick interlude to tell you about my book, Making Time for Strategy, which is being released in January 2023. It deals with perhaps the number one challenge I've come across in my coaching work with top executives, how to get out of the weeds of operations and make time for the high impact strategic work that will lead to breakthrough results. If you're serious about multiplying your impact, you do need to elevate your use of time so I highly recommend that you head over to makingtimeforstrategy.com where you can find out more about the book and download some free chapters. Now, back to the conversation. Well, yes, yeah, so the first thing is, obviously, if you want to go deeper into this topic, then do read the book. Um, it's 
Um, it's a pretty easy read, um, lots of short chapters so that you can dive in when you're busy. Uh, and if you, do, if you go to makingtimeforstrategy.com, making uh, there is an assessment there, a diagnostic tool. It will give you your score kind of from one to 100 of just kind of where, whereabouts are you on this journey. Um, and it will show you against those four areas, tactics, influence, mindset, and environment. It will give you your kind of detailed scores as well as the recommendation, well, where might you want to start? Perhaps it's actually mindset where you need to start, or perhaps it's influence. And you'll, you'll get that sense from doing, it's just 20 questions or so. It's, it takes you just a few, just a minute, and it'll give you a bit of a roadmap for you personally. So that's the first thing I would say, uh, head over to makingtimeforstrategy.com and do that. Um, and then read the book. And then, then the question comes, okay, well, how do I actually implement this in myself, in my team, and in my organization? And we know that we've all read lots of books and we don't always get the full benefit of the book, right? Um, the information is one thing, the insights are one thing, but then the discipline to implement it in a busy life is another. So, so we've come up with three, three ways in which we can help uh, individuals, teams, and organizations. And uh, the, the first one is, uh, is speaking, right? So uh, at Exquadron, either myself or some colleagues can deliver the making time for strategy keynote. So we can actually inspire the people around you in your team, your organization to get out the weeds uh, and give them some practical tools to quickly make a difference. So this is really seeding your whole organization with some of the key language. We've talked about how language shapes culture. And so just by getting the discussion going by, by somebody who's really master the topic and then can see that into your organization can be really powerful. So if you've got a, a leadership event, uh, a company, um, a, a, a way day or a seminar, or you want to do a lunch and learn, then that, you know, just spending an hour or so uh, delivering the main messages could be a great way to start the conversation. So that's the first thing, the keynote. The second is uh, the implementation program. This, this is something we're launching uh, to actually, and we've, we've done this uh, in various um, iterations in the past, and then we've kind of updated the program based on, on the book and, and the extra insights that we developed in, in writing and researching the book. Uh, and the goal there is to help you, or people in your team, free up that time, five to 10 hours a week. You can decide what, what your level is. And let's actually set a goal, a concrete goal, and say, we want to free that time up for strategic thinking, and those projects that are going to lead to breakthrough results. I'm actually going to guarantee that you can deliver that, right? Because we know the process. We know what needs to work on inside of you. We know what you need to work on um, uh, practically within your organization. And if you follow that process, you're going to make this happen. Uh, and so actually taking the book's insights and structuring them into more of a step-by-step process is really what that program is all about. So that's the second one, the implementation program. And the third one is really designed for leadership teams. So we call it the leadership team series. It's a set of 14 workshops that actually helps your team have the important conversations needed to work and operate more strategically as a whole. Because at the end of the day, no organization can be healthier or more strategic than its number one team. And so if you're not working with your leadership team uh, collectively and individual, individually in that strategic way, if you're not aligned around priorities, if you're not helping each other free each other up from that lower level stuff, 
then it's really hard for your organization to move forward. And so we do an introductory workshop around the power of strategic time. You can even do that as a one-off. Just get the whole team really thinking about, is this important? How, how strategically are we currently operating? What would be different if we were to actually do make some changes? Learn about the methodology, get some quick wins. That's the first workshop. And then what we do is we go into um, three other workshops. The first one is around helping the team align. So what are those strategic opportunities? What's stopping us, right? Getting in, getting clear. What do we want to free up time for? What are we not getting to as a team? And what is actually the, the deeper issue that's stopping us? Then we focus on the next workshop around how we're actually going to do this. So making the hard choices, what are we still going to say no to? How do we need to change in how we operate? Build that implementation plan within the team. And then the third workshop, or whether it's the fourth, if you like, in, in, in the whole series, is how do we actually then create the culture of focus? So let's own as a team how we make it hard for our wider organization to think strategically uh, or work on the breakthrough projects. How are we contributing to the noise, the, the distraction, and the lack of focus? And help the team come up with some simple, effective ways to create a more aligned and focused culture within the organization. So really what we try to do with these three areas is create something which works for the whole organization, the keynote, um, a deeper dive for individuals and the implementation program, and a, a deeper dive for leadership teams uh, through the workshop series. So you don't have to do that. You can read the book and get ahead and get your learnings from that and go for it. But we just realized that often we read a book when we're so busy, we know there's gold in there that we're not mining. And so do you either try to do it yourself, fall off the wagon perhaps, get distracted, know there's good ideas you should do, but you didn't do them? Or do you want to like hire that private trainer and get fit, right? Do you want to have, uh, have the infrastructure around you to make success inevitable? So that's really what we've tried to create with those, um, with those three options. Oh, fantastic. That, that transition from knowing to doing is, is huge, isn't it? And it's often not terribly difficult to do the doing. It's just, you know, reading an enjoyable book, we get so caught away with all of the ideas, don't we? that we, we forget to implement. So I think that's, that's a fabulous suite of tools for everybody. So um, look, I think that's fantastic. I'm really excited to see how this goes for people. And uh, if people want more, it's makingtimeforstrategy.com. I can't recommend it highly enough. Um, Richard, and, and say yeah, go, go. Sorry, I was interrupting you. Yeah, so there's two links, right? So there's makingtimestrategy.com, and that's probably the best place to go that you'll discover things. You can also go to the main Quadrant website. You can go to services, and then there's Making Time for Strategy there, and you'll see the keynote and the implementation, all those things there. Um, I'll put it in the show notes as well, but it shouldn't be too hard to find. But uh, I think if you've not read the book, I'd encourage you to read it. I mean, uh, I've done this really as a way of, in a way of giving back, right, of actually taking all the work that I've done with very high-level leaders on this topic and distilling it into something which is very affordable um, yeah. and getting it into the hands of as many people as possible. Because I believe in this stuff. I believe it can change um, individuals' destinies fundamentally when we when we shift our, our mindset. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. No, I, like I said, I can't recommend it highly enough, and I think you've been very, very generous. Um, with the, the stories and, and the ideas that you've put into it. So fantastic. That seems like a really great place to leave it. 
so great to be talking to you again about this, Richard, and um, I hope everyone's found it um, really useful. Yeah, many thanks, Dad. I look forward to speaking to you on some future season uh, of the podcast. We'll see what that's going to be. Absolutely. Me too. Take care. Bye now. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Now let's talk about you. When you're in top leadership, when you're in the biggest role of your career, who supports you at a deep level as you lead others? Who helps you multiply your impact and get to the next level? If you're ready to learn more about our content, our coaching and our community, then visit us at xquadrant.com.